1: Hey, Go Country listeners, this is Larry Mandel. And hi, I'm Rob Mandel. And we are the Brothers on Law. A big shout out to Debbie the Mortgage Mom. Lots of stuff to learn about mortgages. Got to be careful. Always love following Debbie. All right, so um, have you been doing much driving? Not that much. And, you know, I've noticed that there are not as many cars on the road, but I've also noticed that people seem to have some more anger issues than yeah. before and yeah. they're driving faster they're tailgating um people are pulling out in front of you from a side street or from a driveway even less courteous than normal which is yeah, it's so terrible weird. yeah yeah so you got to be careful on the road nowadays people are frustrated
2: and they're taking it out on their fellow uh travelers out there i i noticed though that it's starting to get back to pretty much normal, which is,
1: which is kind of a bummer because, you know, LA traffic can just be horrible. Yeah, I mean, to get downtown from, let's say the San Fernando Valley, um, can take you two hours, but you know, nowadays uh, it's been like maybe half that time, if not less. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm seeing quite a
2: bit of cars. You know, you gotta get out there, Larry, drive a little more and see what I'm talking about. You know, We do a lot of auto accident cases. I I would say we probably do about 60, 70% of our practice is just automobile accidents. Wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. And um, a lot of crashes. A lot of people just don't know how they should handle uh, a situation if they get in a car accident. Have you been in a car accident, Rob, let's say, in the last 5, 10 years? Um... I think within 10 years, I've been rear-ended a couple of times. Me too. Yeah. So what did you do when you got rear-ended? What's the first thing you did? Well, I try to take my own advice, which (laughs) Which is is to make sure we exchange information, which is legally required to do. I want to make sure there's witnesses because even on something that you think, oh, you know, it's definitely the other guy's fault. And they're being cool, they're they're admitting fault at the scene and all that kind of thing, or or even, you know, just saying, Oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna take care of it. You never know how people may change their tune once you're actually making a claim. So it's a good idea to get witness information. You know, if there's someone else that pulled over to see if you were okay or or was in the vicinity, a pedestrian or or someone like that, try and get their information if you're able to, if you're not too medically Um, you know, if you're not hurt, if you're not that hurt where you can't, uh, function, you know, if the ambulances are rolling and they're coming for you, then (laughs) I guess you're not going to be doing any of that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And the police are going to be on their way in that instance. And they'll hopefully interview people too. Uh, you know, with our uh, iPhones and our cameras, so handy, you've got to take photos. If you're up for it, you know, you got to take photos of the damage also, uh, in certain cases, where the cars ended up uh, is very important. So you want to take pictures if the cars are still in the point of rest before they're moved. You want to take yeah. pictures of the you know the, of the vehicles of the scene of the accident, and you know you can take photographs of the other party's driver's license and things like that. Uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, all that critical. stuff. And when you were talking about whether or not the person admitted fault. Well, they may be admitting fault, um but they're not going to write anything out, but you could as long as you tell them, you could videotape them and say, "Look, okay, I'm videotaping you. Just say what you just, uh, you know, right. explained." Or just record their voice at least. Exactly. Just get their permission. I like that
2: idea. Mm-hmm. Hey, um producer Cam is giving us that special look like she's got someone that wants to talk to us. You have someone on the phone?
0: I do. I have a caller on the line, uh, her name is Casey from Mission Hills and she has a call regarding an accident. So welcome Casey.
2: Hi Casey. Hi Casey.
0: Hi, thank you for taking my call. So I was in town visiting my mom and I was driving her car. Um, I rear ended someone and I'm not on her insurance. So what happens now?
2: Well, um, you're not a listed driver under her insurance, but you were driving her car? Yes. And you had her permission, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and you're not an excluded driver. In other words, you're not listed on her policy as being a, a specifically excluded driver? No. Okay. Now, you're covered,
1: in my opinion, right, Larry? Yeah. And Casey, do you live at the house or do you, you live somewhere else?
0: No, I don't live at the house. I, I live somewhere
1: else. Yeah, you're a permissive user, right? And your insurance, if you have insurance, that should also cover you for that. Not only your mom's as a registered owner, but your own insurance.
2: Okay. Yeah, because you're using a substitute vehicle for your own car. Where, where is your car?
0: It is down in um, Irvine where I live.
2: Okay. And you're using your mom's car because uh, your car was not available for some reason?
0: Correct. Yeah, I was visiting
2: her. Right. And you didn't drive there to visit?
0: No, I didn't. I Ubered.
1: Right. Okay. I think you're covered, Casey. But you should report it. You should report it to your insurance company as well as your mom's insurance company. Right. It's too bad. But look, you know, it sounds like
2: you're stepping up and you're doing the right things. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I'm trying. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to answer my question. Our pleasure. Thank you for
2: calling in, Casey. Thanks for listening to Casey. We appreciate that. All right. Yeah, that's a common thing where people are um, not sure if they have the insurance because they're in a rental car or they're in someone else's car that they borrowed. And uh, generally speaking, they are covered by that, that car's insurance
1: under those scenarios. Yeah. And if we were representing the person who was rear-ended, we would be doing a lot of research to find out what's available as far as insurance, the type of coverage, how much the coverage is. Right. Right. Because that's another thing you just want to get. In
2: fact, I like that idea, not just saying to the other person, you know, at the scene, Hey, show me your insurance. Let me take a little picture of that insurance card, but ask them. Ask them right then and there if, again, you're not too injured and you're not waiting for an ambulance to come and get you, that sort of thing. But if you're actually just having that conversation and you're exchanging information, just say, hey, how much coverage do you got? Can Mm -hmm. you tell me what your liability limits are?
1: That's not a bad thing to get. Yeah, most people don't know. They, They usually say, I have full coverage, which could mean anything yeah you know? in fact that's the good point rob you know you should really a person should really reevaluate their insurance coverage especially if they have assets you don't want to maybe have the minimum coverage which is fifteen thousand uh in right. state of california for uh, covering one person that's a whole nother yeah. show though oh that, yeah it is. that's a whole nother show we're larry and rob mandel the brothers on law here on go country 105. do you have a legal issue you need help with We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message.
2: Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105.
0: From all of us on the Brothers on Law show, we want to give a big thank you to these sponsors who we've partnered with to help honor our local heroes and groups for going above and beyond for their community. We'd like to thank Ralph's, Whole Foods, Target, and Chipotle. Thank you for all you do in our community.
2: We were talking about... Uh, you, you brought up the camera thing on these iPhones or these, these smartphones, and you don't even need to, uh, write information down anymore. Hey man, let me have your license for a sec. I'm going to snap a picture of that thing. Let me have that insurance card. i snap a picture of that thing, your registration, snap that picture. I take the pictures of the cars, and you got everything. It's everything's on your your phone. It's so easy to um, verify who the the other driver
1: is and and get their information and, and have it saved. You know, it's tough though because your adrenaline, especially if you're hurt, you know, your adrenaline's going out of control. Right. It's hard to remember. So if you just default to, gotta take some photos. Right. Get the driver's license. Yeah. Right. And and also the plate, the you know the license plate, the license plate. Mm-hmm. And the that's damage. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And it, your adrenaline's
2: going, you you may be very upset. You may be hurt, but if you can, uh, just start snapping pictures of everything. Remember, just think brothers on law. What,
1: what did those brothers tell me yeah. to do? Oh yeah. Just Larry and Rob. What did they yeah, tell me? Just snap and pictures you know, of everything. You know, in calling the police, calling nine one one, a lot of departments will say, well, is anybody, you know, seriously injured? Did somebody, somebody drunk driving, anything like that? and they may not come out. LAPD so. will,
2: ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you now, LAPD will not come to your accident scene unless A, you believe there's a drunk driver
1: involved, B, ambulances are rolling. It could be also if there's government property has been damaged. Oh
2: yeah, you know? <laughs> if someone mowed down a, a fire hydrant, then they would yeah. come. But, um, and I'm not saying they're, they're bad, because they're busy yeah they're they got other things to do than attend to a fender bender but if there's somebody hurt and the ambulance is rolling they will come if uh you believe there's a you know intoxicated driver involved uh, they will come but otherwise they won't that's lapd now uh so more uh, often
0: than not they're not coming and it's up to you to get the information you need
2: well Criticism. said, producer Cam.
0: Critic- well, I was just thinking as you guys were talking that maybe you make a checklist to keep in your glove compartment so that when you are in an accident, you are a little flustered. Even the best of us, you st- even if you're not hurt, it's still a scary kind of um, jolting you know, thing that's going on. So yeah. it's very easy to forget something. So right. maybe make a checklist with, okay what to take a picture of if in an accident their driver's license their insurance their license plate damage how the car positioning if if it's still in the same position and what about registration shouldn't they get their registration registration
2: the license plate uh the witnesses uh witness statements their statement all can be handled uh, very easily on that iPhone. And, you know, speaking of checklists, we
1: used to have one that we would hand yeah. out to people. Do we still have those, Larry? Uh, I think we could find one. And if somebody wants to call in and wants our checklist, we'll send it to them. Yeah.
0: Well, we can put it on your website.
1: Yeah, let's, we'll put it on the website. On Great
0: idea. Brothersonlaw.com.
2: Right. We'll, we'll put it there. Uh, but you can call us 818-886-6600. That's the number 818-886-6600. You call the brothers and we'll uh, help you through any of these kinds of things. And if you, you're not sure um, if it's your fault or the other person's fault. Now that's another thing. Okay. So they've had this accident and um, you know, let's say it's uh, where they, one is going uh, north south the, or, or the other person's going east west and they collide right in the middle of the intersection. And you say the other guy you just ran the
1: red light and the other guy says no you ran the red light man what do you do and we we were talking about that rob off uh, the radio and that and i explained to you that we had a case where we actually sent out an investigator and uh he looked for surveillance cameras Hmm. and you know to see and it turned out that a gas station had a surveillance camera Pointed right at the intersection, right, and they just gave up the video. They didn't. They said, "Yeah, you know, here you can have a copy of it." Nice. And it showed clearly uh, that the other person had uh, run the red light. But showed the lights and it showed their colors. Showed the lights, showed the colors, showed the movement of the vehicles, yeah. and showed the impact, how hard it was. So all those factors, and so you you, you never know where you're going to find that information. You know, so you got to do your due diligence and look for surveillance cameras. And also, you know, when you are in a crash and a witness comes up, sometimes you're just so rattled, you don't get the person's name. You've got to get that name because again, um, the witness uh, statement um, and observation becomes so critical later. I had a case where was the person, our client rear-ended or did they dart out in front of a car that was next to them in the uh, next lane? And so there was a witness that actually said, no, 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 your client was legally stopped and the person clearly rear-ended it. It wasn't your client moving from one lane to another, you know, right in front of the car that rear-ended them. And so with that testimony changed the whole character of the case. Right. And we were talking about this idea that,
2: you know, someone could admit liability or fault right at the scene, which by the way, you really ever never should do, <laughs> uh, you know, before you have a chance to speak to someone like us, you know, because it may not be what you think it is. You may not be the one at fault. You know, I've had people admit fault when they went through a yellow light and the other person uh, turns left in front of them. And they say, "Oh." You know, I, I, I came through the yellow. It must be my fault. No, mm-hmm. no. Or the opposite situation where they make a left turn in front of someone who is blowing a red light.
1: And then they start admitting fault. You know, with that in mind, too, Rob, a lot of insurance companies will call. Um, let's say our client was just involved in an accident, hasn't hired anybody yet to represent them. And they'll, they'll try to get a statement out of that person, a recorded statement. And so you don't want to do that. You don't want to get a recorded statement because you're not even sure of you. First of all, you may be hurt and you're not really got all your full faculties when you're telling the story and you know, they'll use it against you later. And those are people that are trained to extract information from you, which could be damaging.
2: And use it against you. Mm -hmm. Yeah yeah um ladies and gentlemen and i I mean this in the nicest way possible insurance companies are not your friends they're not there to help you. they're not there to uh make sure you're you're a okay you're not in good hands sorry mm-hmm. it's not like it's a, it's, a, it's not like a neighbor no, it's not your good neighbor. They are there to um get premiums, make a lot of money. And hold on to those, uh, to hold on to that money. And, you know, otherwise you wouldn't need guys like Larry and me to help do these cases. So if you are involved in an accident, a car crash, do not talk to insurance companies, not even your own, except to report the loss. Mm-hmm. If you have to talk to your own, you may have to talk to them but have counsel uh, in the mix first and never ever talk to the other guy's insurance ever recorded, not recorded. Let counsel do that for you. If you've been in a serious car crash, the last thing you want to do is talk to the other guy's insurance company. You want to know who they are. You want to get their information. Who's the adjuster? What's the claim number? What's their phone number and pass that on. To the person helping you with the the
1: situation. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that's me and Larry. Yeah. That's good advice, Rob. And how Um, do
0: they reach you guys?
1: Oh, 818-886-6600. That's right. Or they can go to
2: mandeltriallawyers.com or brothersonlaw.com. You can call our 800 number, right, Cam? Can we have people call the 800 number just to reach out to
1: us on a case?
0: Give us a call. It's 800-310-7113.
1: Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Do you need help feeding your family right now? We all know that schools are closed and some kids rely on free or reduced price meals at school. Visit fns.usda.gov slash meals for kids to find a grab and go meal center near you. They are offering two grab and go meals for kids. Again, please visit www.fns. Dot usda.gov/meals dot for kids four is the number four, and let's make sure all the kids are fed.
0: So what I've got from your guys's conversation is uh, it sounds like video footage or surveillance is the best witness that there is. So they make dashboard cameras. Would those be beneficial for people to have? They're hey, not that not? expensive.
1: Why not? Yeah.
2: We've are. had a few cases mm-hmm. where dashboard cameras saved the day. I guess, I guess
0: they're worth it then.
2: Yeah. I mean, we, let's face it. We're in the age of video. Mm-hmm. Privacy is kind of a, <laughs> a premium right now. But where there is a dispute over who did what, we had a case where somebody was just uh, a witness, Right. And they had the dash. They had that dashboard camera on their car. What happened, Rob? Well, it was a similar situation to yours where there was a, a light dispute and this person was behind, I think, the, the perpetrator, the, the wrongdoer. Mm-hmm. And they're stopping for the red light and the other guy just goes right through it. The one, the guy ahead of them and they
1: just show and go right through the red light. Documentation is the key. You know, and talking about documentation too, uh, if you are in a crash and you're not feeling well, you should seek medical attention. A lot of people may put it off, but it's not going to work in your favor. If you're hurt, you're going to be criticized for waiting too long to get medical attention.
0: But can't you go back after some time? Don't Isn't there kind of a, a time frame in which you can go back if you notice something that maybe doesn't happen right away?
1: Well, sure, that, that happens quite a bit too. But, you know, if you want to really make sure that the other side understands how serious your injuries are, you don't want to wait two weeks, three weeks to get medical attention, you know?
2: I mean, you know, in a... Uh uh, a perfect world, of course, you know, the statute of limitations on a personal injury case in California is two years, right? But if the person waited two years to go to the doctor or to get some kind of medical evaluation, who in the world is going to believe them that they were really hurt or that that injury relates to that crash that happened months or even years uh, earlier. It doesn't ring true. It doesn't have a lot of credibility. Right. So to maintain both your health, your welfare, and your credibility, if you've been hurt in a car crash, you should seek medical attention as soon as possible. Now, I want to say one thing before we, uh, because I know you got a message uh, that we're going to talk about in just a sec in the message box. All these rules about taking photos, talking to witnesses, getting the other guy's information. All that stuff goes out the window if you're seriously hurt at the scene of a crash. And if you are that injured, stay put. Let the ambulance come and get you and worry about all this stuff later. And if the other person is hurt, you know, yeah. a lot of that goes out the window too. make sure, you know, that's the first call you make. If somebody is hurt at a car crash, is 911
1: so important? But also, you know, and the police are going to be there. If it's a serious injury, the police will be there to investigate and that will be helpful.
0: But if somebody calls you guys, you will help put the pieces together because they yes. weren't able to do that. Absolutely. That's part of what you do. So, mm-hmm. is what we do. Yes. Yeah. And um I have a message on the Mandel message box. Okay. So this is very timely. I think it relates and it's a good question. It's from Lydia from Glendale and she wrote in saying, I got hit by someone while driving and we exchanged information, but my insurance company said the other driver does not have active insurance. What happens now? Okay. So I guess they lied.
1: Yeah. And that's maybe even another show too, but then you may have to use your own insurance, which is called uninsured motorist.
0: Will your policy go up because of it?
1: No, no. because in California, if you're not at fault, it should not affect your rates as a non-fault driver you know, in, a, in a crash. And the uninsured motorist, you should really check to see what your coverage is, because some people just get the minimum And that's not protecting you, especially like in this situation where the person doesn't have insurance. There are some other things that you should do if, in fact, you suspect that the person doesn't have insurance, and that would be filing an SR1 with the Department of Motor Vehicle.
0: That seems complicated. Can they just call you?
1: Yeah, I was going to say
2: that's all technically true, but in in the real world, to chase that kind of stuff down, just let someone like me and Larry do that for you because it's 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 a hassle and it gets to be a little bit complicated but larry brought up a great point on uninsured motorist coverage and we should we did have a show like this where we had an insurance guy uh, my buddy uh ted Amorosi from farmers great guy and we talked about uninsured motorist coverage and all that and we should do that again we should have another show on that because it's so important, guys. Uh, in order to not have that coverage, you have to sign it away. They literally make you sign a waiver of it. And uh, what was the uh, message person's name again?
0: Lydia. from oh, Yeah, Glendale. Lydia,
2: just like Lydia. You know, hopefully Lydia has uninsured motors coverage that she did not sign away. It comes included. With your liability insurance, unless you sign it away, don't do that. There's a lot of drivers still out there who just aren't driving with insurance. And, you know, like this person lied to Lydia. And so hopefully she has that coverage and she can get justice and compensated for her losses
1: through that insurance. So here's the thing for our listeners. Check your insurance. Um, Check your policy, check what's called the declaration page, or call your agent and find out what kind of coverage you have, including the uninsured motorist coverage and the limits.
0: But even if you're making them against your own insurance company and you initially call them to tell them what happened, you can still call you guys to help you through the rest of the process because that's just the beginning, right?
2: Well, the the, the way that works is they step into the shoes of the adverse party At that point, the minute you have a uninsured motorist claim, they become
1: an adverse insurance company to you. So you need counsel. Okay, but Rob, when you say they you're not being clear, you mean the person's own insurance company, right? Didn't I say I said they as in the pronoun they
2: insurance company? Yeah. Just want our listeners to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But. I would tell people to call you if they have any questions or if they're confused at all.
2: Can you tell them to call us, please, Cam? Yeah, that's my job. Otherwise, you know, we're sitting here, yeah. we're, we're getting lonely, we're getting bored, you know. No, it's we need time to talk work. to some
1: people.
0: <laughs> call it's us.
1: Time. Yeah, we need somebody yeah. other than the brothers fighting. <laughs>
0: Call 800 310 7113 if you need the brothers' help, and they will answer your questions and get you the help you need.
1: We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers in law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message,
2: then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. We know this is a scary time for a lot of people, but we want you to know we would stop at nothing to get justice for you. This is Rob Mandel from the Mandel Trial Lawyers, and I'm here with my brother, Larry. And yes, the Brothers on Law Show here on Go Country 105.
1: With the experience you need, we are still actively litigating cases. So if you've suffered from a car accident, bicycle accident, or a serious injury of any kind, call us for a free consultation today at 818 886-6600. Even if your small business has suffered due to the closures, we can help.
2: Mandel trial lawyers are fully operational with remote depositions and court appearances. So there's no reason not to seek justice and the Mandel trial lawyers will fight for you. So call us at 818-886-6600 and stay safe out there. You know... I didn't realize, and I just closed my eyes for a second while you were talking, and you got the sexiest voice going.
0: No way. You do. No. You
2: talking to me? I'm talking to Cam. <laughs> oh, you're talking to Your Cam. Your voice oh. is like, you know, that that thing on the chalkboard thing, you know? <laughs> hey, yeah. don't be yeah. saying that, Rob, or we'll be fighting. Right. They're coming right up. Stay tuned for the Custody Queens. If you uh, want to hear any previous shows, you go to YouTube, brothersonlaw.com, iTunes, and like we say, uh, you can uh, leave us a message at that number, 800 310 7113.
1: Yeah, and a big thank you to all our listeners. And stay safe out there, please. And we look forward to uh, being here next week on Saturday at 8 a.m. on Go Country 105. And remember,
0: let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Brother. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.